What's up, everyone? Welcome back for another episode of On.net. This time, I'm joined by Jeremy Lickness to learn about EF Core and Cosmos DB. Join us. What's up, everyone? Welcome back for another episode of On.net. Today, I have my very good friend, Jeremy Lickness, from the... DevDiv team. Uh, he works in the data team. Is that correct? .NET data? .NET data. That's my thing. You got it. And we're here to talk about data and .NET, which is exactly. two of my favorite topics. Yes. So uh, I've been using EF Core since, no, sorry, I actually been using EF since the inception. And now we have had quite a few iterations and we're currently at EF Core 6. And there are some new stuff that um, people should be pretty excited about, especially in relation to Azure Cosmos DB, right? Absolutely. In fact, I would venture to say EF Core 6 is the version of EF Core that there's no excuse not to try it out with Azure. If you're a fan of EF Core, there's obviously a fully featured functional SDK that ships mm -hmm. with Cosmos. I'm going to talk a little bit about why you would even care that we also support it through yep. Entity Framework and show you exactly what that looks like. Perfect. So let me share a screen real quick. I'm not going to read this wall of text, but we've got a lot of new features coming out. Now this, I'll, I'll give the link, but it's basically AKMS slash EF core dash what's new 6.0. Short, sweet, simple. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's AKAMS EF core what's new. Zoom in, show that off. So that's the, the fancy link there. But if we go down to the Cosmos provider enhancements, there's a, a couple that I want to point out because these are major differences. And this first one, default to implicit ownership, is key because EF Core started out as a relational database yes. ORM, and we added the support for Cosmos DB, which is a document database. Yep. And one of the things that happens in relational databases is when you have complex relationships between tables, you need to explicitly describe how those relationships work. Yeah. In the old version of Cosmos DB, I'm going to just swap a tab because this is an old project I had. You used to have to do tons of configuration. I used to have to say that there's an ownership, you know, this author model owns many documents, mm -hmm. this tag model owns many documents, et cetera. Yep. That's uh, what we would call explicit configuration. Right. Because when the entity contains another complex entity, you need to tell EF Core about that. Yeah. But this is sort of a, a uh, uh, what's where I'm looking for? It's a, not the right way to approach it for a document database because implicitly if I have a document, then all of the things in that document should be contained with it unless I opt out of it. Correct. So it's opt in versus opt out, right? So if you see this, this is actually a commit that I made to one of my projects and all the Redis stuff that I wiped out mm -hmm. because of EF Core 6, because we now are smart enough to say, if you're using Cosmos DB, we're gonna implicitly determine the ownership. In right. other words, you have contained entities. We don't ask you to configure them because we just assume that they're part of the document. So that's the, the first big, I guess, uh, change, if you will. Very nice. 
going down the list, and I'm going to show a demo of this in a second because it's so easy to demo. But if we come down here, we've got collections of primitive types. So this yep. is the other major thing because let's say I have a blog post and I want to have tags on it. Mm -hmm. Tags are logically just a, a list of strings. In EF Core, there's not traditionally support for primitive collections. And so you have to do something like serialize them or somehow tell EF Core how to map them. Yeah. Cosmos DB, on the other hand, it just, you know, it's a list. It's a list you can save it. So one of the things we added is the ability to add these list of strings and serialize them actually as strings and not mm -hmm. do anything funky. And that's coming back to my commit over here. There was this whole set right up here, this doc model property that's doing this has conversion. I basically had to take a list, turn it into JSON, stuff it into a column, convert it back. It was a lot of extra work that yeah. was just completely pointless, right? Mm -hmm. And out of the box now, we just simply store the tags. So all of that code is deleted and we're at a fresh start. And then there's one more thing I wanna highlight mm -hmm. that people have been asking for quite a bit. And that is the, so there's translations to built-in functions, which is great, but there's, where is it? The raw SQL queries. Ooh, so their link is difficult to build. It's fun to work with when you're writing queries, but translating queries to the database, mm -hmm. that's a whole different story. Cause we have to figure out like just using something like string contains, yeah. does the database have a corollary to string contains and does it even behave the same way? We have to figure these things out. Yep. Well, in Cosmos DB, you have this super rich SQL language that you can do a ton of things with. And so we are able to take that and now project it onto an entity. So if you can write the query for it, we can basically use that query. There's no longer this limitation of you have to be able to write it in link. Very nice. And this only works for SQL Cosmos DB, that API, right? Not Mongo Correct, client. right. Yes. Our provider is in the, the SQL API. We do yep. not support the Mongo API, although it's interesting because that is the most requested <laughs> provider that we haven't supported. And I'm still wrapping my mind around what that would look like, but. So it could be coming soon. I'm not promising anything, we're just saying. Okay, yeah, yep. exactly. So let me do this. Let's jump into the latest version of Visual Studio and show you what this new experience looks like to build something out. So your Visual Studio 2022 preview four, three? I can't remember. Um, I can't remember. I'll have to launch this, but I'm just gonna do a simple console app. Keep things simple. Keep it simple. And I'm gonna call it keep it simple since that's what we said. Say next. Don't We're forget trademark that. You never know. And look at this, man. 6.0 oh. long-term support. So we're yep. going to use that uh, framework, mm -hmm. let it spin up. And you know this trick, right? You've been around a while. You take this and move it clockwise. It speeds things up. So here's the new minimal console template. No usings, no crazy static main. You can just start writing code. Sweet. So I'd like to follow that pattern for Cosmos DB. Mm -hmm. So let's just make something really quickly. Let's yep. do public class blog because everyone wants to write their own blog engine. I'm going to do a good and look at this auto completion. 
Oh, it's so cool. I love this AI, the way it just figures out what I'm going to do. I think pretty soon I'm just going to think about the, the program. It will happen. And it's going to be written. Look yeah. at that. We got a name. We got a description. And then let's go ahead and stop there and let's just do a list of posts. Mm -hmm. Call it posts. And I bet it's even going to figure out what I want to do here. No, well, let's see. Actually, it's lagging behind, probably because I don't have posts defined yet. Uh, okay. I think that's going to be the thing. So let's do post. We're going to give that a GUID. It figured that out. We'll do GUID, new GUID for that. And I'm going to give the post the name. Mm -hmm. or a title. I like titles. Even, even better. better. Look at that. And when the post was created, I love it. And let's just do, look at that. Daytime now. I'm telling you, I'm letting this write the code for me. Okay. So we've got our classes. Yep. Pretty straightforward. And this is mm -hmm. what EF Core is designed to do. Take your classes, map them to the database for you. So the way we map that is through DB context. Okay. So let me go ahead and go into my NuGet package manager manage my NuGet packages. I know some people are like, oh, just drop to the command line, type a few things, and you're good to go. But Whatever works, man. Whatever works with, uh, with your workflow. That's right. So if we look at Cosmos, we can see right here is the Entity Framework Core Cosmos. We're going to okay. put it in keep it simple. This is the latest as of this recording. We'll go ahead yeah. and install that. And this brings and, down both uh, Cosmos dependencies and EF Core dependencies, right? Right, exactly. Yes. So you can just start with the Cosmos and yep. you do this. This is actually signing your life away. <laughs> Click, I accept. Who reads that? Who reads all that? Just accept it. it, it exactly. But things will never be the same again, <laughs> I assure you, because I accepted that. And I'm going to create what's called a DB context. This is mm -hmm. how I tell EF Core what I'm interested in it keeping track of for me. So I'm going to say public class, we'll call it blog context. And we're going to inherit from DB context. That's what Entity Framework provides. Yep. And then we're going to do two things. That's it. First thing, I'm going to expose what's called a DB set of blogs. And look yep. at that. It even figured them out. So that's my list of blogs that I tell it to provide to me as an interface. And the other thing is I'm going to override something called on configuring, which is how we configure this. Now, normally you would configure it externally mm -hmm. so that you can use the same DB context for SQLite, SQL Server, MySQL. Yep. I'm going to do it right here just to keep it simple. So this sure. demo has gone long enough already. So we're going to, just keep it simple and use our options builder. And then we're going to do something that's going to make you cringe. Ooh. So normally in mm -hmm. a production environment, I would have key vault or environment variables or some secret place to store my keys. Yep. To keep this demo fast and loose. Someone's going to inline I'm something. Expose the emulator. <laughs> And I'm going to copy these. Now, these keys are the same for every emulator, so yeah, I'm not, no like, uh, giving anything away. But we're going to take that. So it needs an endpoint. It needs a key. 
And if anyone looks really quickly, they can probably memorize that key pretty fast. So we'll have to rotate that soon. It's only 64 characters. Go for it. And then it wants a name of the database, which mm -hmm. I'm just going to call it, uh, keep it simple. How about that for the database name? Perfect. All right. Now let's actually put something in it and see uh, what we can see. So I'm going to say using var context equals new blog context. Mm -hmm. All right. So that gives me my interface to the database. Yep. Why is it complaining? What did I do wrong? You got semicolon in the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I've got all my definitions. I'm actually doing something now. I just define stuff. So I'm oh, actually yeah, doing yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. And then again, this is not something you'd normally do, but for the demo, normally you'd already have the database. You'd create it, you'd script it some other way. Yeah. I'm just going to say context database ensure created. Mm -hmm. And that's going to make everything for me. It's not yeah. the recommended way to do it, but that's what we're going to do. And then I'm going to say, let's do a post. And what let's do we see want? If it's going to be clever enough to do it for you. Yeah, right. Uh, so created defaults. All I really need is a title. Mm -hmm. Wow, this was cool if it worked. Right, it's showing my confidence there. And yeah. then blog, new blog, and we'll give it the name. name the simplest blog should be hello world. It should. It's your first one. Be. No? How about for a description? Hello yeah, world. Okay. <laughs> I, I will then, accept it. Okay, good. Good. I'm glad. And then I'm going to just do blog post. Oh, look at that. It knew that. And then look at this. It already knows how I save changes. Right. So actually, I need to do context blogs, uh, add blog. So I added the post to the blog, added the blog to the list, did save changes. This the, seemed pretty the AI easy. Fails. I'm a little uh, mm -hmm. little Is nervous it? about hitting F5, but let's go ahead and do it. Because if it builds, you know it's ready to ship. There's only one way to find out. Only one way. And this program should run and end. And it ended, it did not throw an exception. I'm getting excited now. Let's go into our Explorer. Let's refresh. Oh, look at that. Oh, check that what out. You see right there, keep it yes. simple. All right, let's keep going. Let's go in a container. There's the blog context. Mm -hmm. And items, we've got a blog. And inside that blog, we have a list of posts. Awesome. So there you have it. That is the new EF Core provider working with Azure Cosmos DB. I can't imagine a way to make it easier to get up and running and start working with it. So my hope is that for people familiar with EF Core 6, again, if you're using the SDK, I'm not asking you to move. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of features there that aren't supported by EF Core 6. Yep. But if you're looking to get started, if you're already familiar with EF Core and the Data Access API, we now have the features that people want. And the other thing that I'm not gonna get into, but that you could do now, is I could write a query, right, to pull off those posts yep. and project it right onto my entities. So I feel like we've got some complete features there, looking forward to people using it. 
and letting us know what they think as well as what we can do to improve it. Best way to reach out to you if they have any comments, the uh, repo? You have repo? The repo, yeah, we do everything in the open. We've mm -hmm. got, actually, if you look at, if you go to our repo, which is just .NET EF Core, yep. we were kind enough to pin some issues to the top. So mm -hmm. we have these bi-weekly status updates. And then we have this community stand-up that we do every other week where we bring on guests, talk about topics, answer questions. Mm -hmm. So through the repo is the best way to get in touch with us. Of course, I've got my at Jeremy Lickness on Twitter. I have open DMs, which means if I don't follow you yet, mm -hmm. uh, you can still DM me and ask questions, and I'm happy to answer them when and as I can. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for coming over, Jeremy. And I definitely going to take the new EF Core 6 for a test drive soon.